What's up, everyone? This is Angelo coming at you with episode 207 of Spinning Thoughts. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. The video podcast drops at noon Eastern the same day, and the audio version drops on all platforms the following Monday. We're on all social media at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube, a like and a sub is a great way to show your support. Everybody, welcome to 2021. We got out of whatever the hell last year was, and I am feeling good, energized, hopeful, uh, and and really inspired and motivated to, to do a lot here this year for myself personally, for people in my circle, and of course, for everybody affiliated at Spinning Thoughts. I want to make 2021 the biggest year for us. I want to build a more inclusive, diverse, powerful, strong, and loving community. And we have one, but we got to do better and I want to do better. And the video podcast thing is you're seeing is brand new and slightly uncomfortable for right now. But you know, we'll get into a grind, we'll get into a groove, and it'll be nice and fun. We have a lot in store for you here in 2021. And I just want to thank everybody for the support up to this point. Last year was a tough year. Thanks for sticking with us. I ran out of gas toward the end of the year. But again, I'm feeling good right now. I hope you are. And uh, welcome to another year of spinning thoughts. Really excited for this episode. We have got a lot to dive into. I invite J Bone Matthew of our very own Metal Thoughts back onto the show. We're going to catch up on some of the end of the year content that we created, our Spinning Thoughts faves piece, uh, our top 10 albums of the year list. But I don't want to dwell too much on last year. I don't think anybody really wants to. So we'll talk about 2021 and, uh, you know, we make fun of each other. It'll be a funny, good time. And I hope that you enjoy it. But we've got even more excitingly, maybe, uh, than Jay. We've got a lot of music to play for you here in episode 207. So on Twitter recently, I just posted a tweet and I just said, hey, are there any bands out there that want to have their music featured on this show on Adobe Radio? And we got like literally over like a hundred some comments of just incredible bands um, and their fans recommending them in so many. I listened to as many as I could and I ended up picking three and we're going to play them here today. We've got uh, music from Hoity Toity, Jiraiya and the Sonderbombs. But I do want to say that I liked the energy and the community that we were building in that tweet right? With all of these bands supporting each other and wanting to get onto the show. So I want to make this a weekly thing. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts and just keep an eye out because I will be posting tweets where I'll just say, hey, any bands want to be on Spinning Thoughts for our show next week? And let's just go to town whenever you see that. So I also posted on Twitter uh, that bands, if you send me a t-shirt, I'll wear it. Now, I... I want to be clear here. I can't buy every t-shirt and merch item and vinyl from every band. I I know a lot of bands. I love a lot of bands. And uh, so I want to try to still, though, support as many bands as I possibly can. And my goal is actually to wear a band tee in almost every single video that I create this year. With us doing video podcasts, I think that this is a pretty damn cool idea. So bands, if you want to send me a shirt, Hit me up on Twitter, at SpinThoughts, and uh, we'll make it happen. A lot of you, a lot of you, surprisingly, already reached out to me and are sending me shirts. And I'm telling you, I'll, I'll post about it. I'll wear the shirts, and uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully I look good in it. So if you want to join in, just hit me up, and uh, we'll find ways to support you along the way. So first up, we have Hoity Toity from out of California. They hit me up on Twitter with the song Small Dogs. And while I'm a large breed kind of guy, I love all dogs and thought it would be worth checking it out. I even mentioned in my response on Twitter that it sounds like they have like 20 different genres going on in this one song. And I loved every second of it. This is Small Dogs off Not Your Kind, the latest album from Hoity Toity. Small 
Just finished listening to Small Dogs from Hoity Toity. Next, we have this insanely catchy and wild ride of a track needed to change a pace from Jariah. I love the energy and creativity just splattered throughout this song, and I hope you all enjoy. I'm so glad I woke up today. I did. Never belong in the place, play along in the place Till I had it 
<laughs> so you just finished listening to Needed a Change of Pace from Jariah. Later in the episode, we're going to hear the brand new single K from the Sonderbombs, the fourth and final off their forthcoming album Clothbound out January 29 via Take This to Heart Records, Big Scary Monsters, and Due Process. But right now, we're going to catch up with a convo I had with J-Bone Matthew of our very own Metal Thoughts. All right, I'm stoked to kick off not only the first episode of 2021, but also the first ever video podcast at Spitting Thoughts. I don't know why I decided to do this here in 2021 after the year that we had last year. But, you know, you got to you got to go for it, I guess, after the shit show we all lived in. So who better to kick off the new year and test the video podcast world out other than my BFF, J-Bone Matthew of Metal Thoughts, J. Oh my dude my man what's going on this feels different it does i can see you first off 207 is the episode number that we're on here it took 207 episodes for us to do a video podcast huh? why man i really have no idea i mean technology is a hell of a thing it's i think quarantine fun. probably taught us a little bit about uh being able to see each other while we while we talk about shit. Uh, that's very profound, I guess. So um, we'll keep it to that. So Jay. I'm full of wisdom, bro. Full of wisdom. I know. I love it. All right, dude. So look, it's 2021. We made it. You made it. I am so happy to see your face. And yeah, it is uh, via Zoom here, right? But that's, again, like we're talking about, this is a brand new thing for spending thoughts. So this is a cool thing. But, you know, I guess if the pandemic wasn't around still, uh, which I guess, you know, the vaccine's coming. So thankfully, that's something to look forward to here in 2021. We would be doing this face-to-face. So that's something to look forward to as well. But uh, Jay, how do you feel about this being the very first, like, video podcast, though? I mean, how do you feel being on it? Are you nervous? No, you know what? I'm really stoked about it. I think that it's a, a really cool direction. I also, when you said 207, I think I've been on like four of the last 10. So oh, yeah. you really have to step up your game because I think people are tired of hearing from me. Seriously, dude, I got so fucking tired. I got so fucking tired at the end of 2020 there. Like whenever fall hit, I was just tired from everything. For those who don't know, like my day job, I teach, I am an advisor at a college and it just like everybody rightfully so just like had the worst semester ever do you know what i mean like it was so difficult for every student and i felt every one of their you know pain right so i just didn't have the time or the mental capacity to do it but i'm fresh and ready to go here and yes you are like the repeat guest we've had in the last 10 episodes so we gotta we gotta get you off of here pretty soon i feel special though i mean you know how to make a guy feel good about himself i'll tell you that right now uh, do do you want to show off this prop that you were teasing before we started taping here? Yeah, so big news. I mean, for those of you who follow Twitter, you might have known last year I beat Angelo in the finals of our fantasy football league. And I uh, just want to show everybody now that I have the venue. This is what you get for that. This is how the big boys do it. It doesn't fit around my waist. It might fit around yours. But uh, two years in a row, this is the prize. I didn't beat Angelo this year in the finals, though, because you uh, you're just not very good. I didn't make the playoffs. I, but however, I would have been the next one into the playoffs. So if there was one more spot, if we did have bye weeks, I would have been in. If we ran it like the NFL does, where you had that seventh team that just gone in and disrupted the system, it'd be gold, man. I, I, I do want to point out, though, without any coordination, we're both wearing our alma mater's hoodies. Yeah. I mean, it's really kind of a huge coincidence, I guess, but. Maybe we should switch. Is this like a, a jersey trade? Am I supposed to like mail you mine when we're done? If I was any good at like this video podcasting stuff, which obviously I'm not because this is the first time, I would do like something where like I snap my fingers and all of a sudden we were, this one and I'm wearing that one. But like I have no clue how to fucking do that. You might be able to figure it out in post production. Uh, no, I won't. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, dude, um, I'm really glad to have you here for episode 207. We've got some big plans here at Spinning Thoughts in, in 2021. Like I said, I was running out of gas and steam at the back end of 2020. 
And I think everybody was, but I'm ready to like really kind of take some things I've learned in that downtime and try to ramp up spinning thoughts and support a shit ton of bands in the process. I, w- I just want to know, like, what have you been up to? I mean, you are a busy guy. You have a family like you, you kind of had an interesting um, experience, I think, this weekend because of one of your kids or something like that. I mean, just like homeownership and all that sounds so much fun. I mean, what have you been up to, dude? Bring us up to speed. J Bone of Metal Thoughts. Dude, I mean, it's not real glamorous, but it's really crazy where getting old takes you right i've got got the four kids stuck at home had a toy shoved down a a toilet that made my entire bathroom overflow and had to rip some stuff out today so um you know life is much less metal than it used to be from like a (laughs) from like a standpoint like that it used to be like where am i going to go out and you know pass out and then where am i going to wake up in the morning and now it's how am i going to fish this stupid crayon out of this toilet without without having to re you know, pipe the whole house. It's, it's honestly really crazy um, to see like your growth and develop. I feel like I'm kind of in a better place, like mentally um, fit financially. No, I'm in a worse place than where you and I were before. Um, I just feel like you've made like leaps and bounds. And the best thing I could say I do is run this podcast. You know, it's so That's a pretty fucking good thing though. It's all I've got going for me. And if this video shit doesn't work out, then it's all done. It's That's over. It. And then what do you got? Uh, Jay, you know, it's spinning thoughts, though, as we were rounding out 2020. We always look forward to doing that end of year content. And I wasn't going to slack on that. I know I was running out of steam toward the end of the year, but we were not going to slack. With my um, with my lack of energy, though, I did look to do um, this end of year content slightly different. And I actually think it worked out for the better. It's yeah. not. I wasn't looking to cut a corner. I was just looking to not do as much bulk, right? Like we used to do individual shit per person. I really wanted to just, a goal of 2021 is to build a really strong community here, right? A bigger, stronger one, more inclusive than what we have. And so I think it's got to start with us here on the team and I want to bring us together. And so we did uh, two pieces of content. I want to talk about what you contributed to. Uh, The first one was Spinning Thoughts Faves of 2020. I was really, really happy with how this turned out. And every single contributor at Spinning Thoughts, including myself, did an entire um, breakdown of one of these. Uh, there was like seven different questions that we answered. It's on our website, thespinningthoughts.com. So uh, one of them was uh, your favorite EP. And I wanted to talk about this because you and I have had conversations about just like the definition of an EP. And whenever we were first talking about album of the year content, the first thing you said to me was, can I bring in, bring me the Horizons post-human survival horror? And I said, no, to me, that's an EP because it's got nine tracks and LP is 10 and above. So would Bring Me the Horizon have eclipsed in this moment for you as the number one album had you have been able to count it? I don't want to talk about it because like, you know, my personal struggle is that I like really just almost fanboy level wanted to make in this moment. I wanted to justify the number one pick being in this moment. So I'm not going to, but yeah, dude, I really think there was a draft that I had close to the end um, where Bring Me the Horizon was number one for me. And honestly, when you told me that it was an EP and I shouldn't use it, I like let out a sigh of relief. Like you sent me the, and I was like, that's it. It did it because there were times I went, um, you know, Mother ended up being the the number one album of the year for me. And I went back and forth on, I loved it the whole time. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to say I went back and forth on it. Like I was disappointed by it or, you know, I wasn't a fan, but I just went back and forth. There were things that came out and for a while I'd be listening to them a little bit more. And I'd think, you know what, let me, let me justify knocking it down a peg. And um, it was right there in contention all year, but bring me the horizon came on at the end with that record or whatever the hell you want to call it. And it was really good stuff. Are you a fan of Youngblood? Because I really, I really am. And that feature that Bring Me the Horizon had um, on Obey, um, and I don't even know if it's a feature. Like they didn't they say like Obey. Like I don't even think they're saying it Obey featuring Youngblood. Maybe they are. I felt like it they. Is. Were, I think it says featuring. I'm looking it up right now, but I, I like think it's a different song where like they didn't say feature, and it felt like they were trying to say it was almost like co-written. Maybe it wasn't. So, but still, I felt like that song. It is with Youngblood. See, see, do you see what I'm saying? I was right. You yeah. like that fucking memory, dude. You like that. So to me, that's interesting wording because typically it is featuring. Featuring, right? yeah. 
so bring me the horizon though that ep young blood is really what i'm talking about here yeah. um on the song obey i feel like nobody else could have really done that other than young blood had you ever no. been familiar with him prior to yeah. this check out more of young blood and i've heard a little bit and actually it was that song that made me seek out young blood um just to be completely honest but that song i think i first heard it um it came out as a single they were playing it on um satellite radio like towards the tail end of the summer um and that song is by far my favorite on the album um and i'm, I'm gonna keep slipping up and calling it an album but um that song is so intense and you know it was really cool because bring me the horizon is a band that i've loved for a long time and they hit that real they change it up a little bit. So I don't want to say that they put out like some soft stuff, but it was a little bit more mellow. And this EP is heavy as shit. Like a lot of that stuff is really intense and obey just kind of was the first single that they had long time, just really like intense, heavy music. And I still, it's still on my playlist. I love that song. Um, you know, young blood really adds a different layer to it. Um, and it's, it's intense for both of them. And it's, it's, it, it's heavy at its best like that was that was the the collection of 2020 for me um but in fairness if we want to call it an ep we'll go ahead and slide it back down to in this moment because they they did some really awesome stuff too you gotta draw the line somewhere you know and i always get fine with a bunch of contributors that are always I, I, always notorious for trying to like fine pick like what can we say is this or that you know but i love like that we have to have these kind of like i guess goals together because again that's what we're trying to do is bring this together as a team and just be collective in this and, and with that i guess you know you have to draw the line in the sand somewhere right and so in this moment has had a couple of albums since spinning thoughts has been around though and they always end up in like the top three of my but i could never really like in good conscience pull the trigger and they are probably my second favorite band um you know i'm i'm still gonna i'm still gonna lean to my boys in the foo um, regardless of how hard you try to talk me out of it, because Dave Grohl is a goddamn national treasure. But um, I haven't listened to that song, you ha dude. It's so it's different, and I really think that um, it's like got like a jazzy. Like it's the first time I heard it, I thought it was like really weird, and now I can't stop listening to it. And I, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, "Shame Shame," which is the Foo's new single um, from talking like first name basis, the Foo's, um, but it's their <laughs> single from the end of 2020. And I thought it was phenomenal. And background here, I love Foo Fighters. I love Dave Grohl and everything he touches. Angelo won't get on board, won't get behind me. It's kind of like the reverse of, um, you know, kind of the, <laughs> it's the wage war conundrum, except Foo Fighters, we did it first. And I can't get you on board, but I really feel like if you would listen to Shame Shame, um, you know, you'll probably listen to it right after Ozzy's album, though. It's exactly. probably queued up. Next, it's right after Aussies, and Sammy on the team has also told me to listen. And, and I actually saw a lot of people, um, friends on Facebook and stuff, uh, that posted a lot about Aussies' album in their like end of the year kind of album wrap up. And, and that one came out early in twenty twenty, like March, April. Yeah, and it's it's hard because it was like as pandemic was hitting, they were gonna tour it like. They were gonna tour it, and then his health deteriorated, and then they were gonna tour it, and pandemic hit, but. I mean, it's so monumental because it might not be overall, probably certainly not the best Ozzy Osbourne record that's ever existed. And, you know, some people are maybe pretending that it is, um, you know, that dude has put out some legit stuff. So I don't want to say that it's like groundbreaking, but for this man to be writing songs like this and getting ready, trying to tour with his health, with his age, still doing it like that that album is a, is a gold mine like there's there's no way that you could keep it out of your your top 10 and, and be as passionate about you know kind of like that the heavy is as i am how is he uh you talked on the podcast as you were you know a frequent guest here in 2020 frequent guest. the last the last that i heard he was struggling oh really um, yeah and he um he's got parkinson's so that's never that's like a really scary thing and he's i i don't know if i told this story on the podcast before um but like towards the end one of the last times that they had Oz fest i actually had backstage passes and we were like side stage when um black sabbath the last time black sabbath headlined Oz fest 
Wow. And this dude was running around like he was 20 years old for like an hour and a half. And then as soon as he walked behind the curtain, he like passed out and they threw him up on a gurney. Like I, so I, he didn't have like Parkinson's. It wasn't like a huge medical wow. condition, but apparently he's been like engineering his life to do like an hour and a half stage show and absolutely draining himself. Um, and to do that before his health conditions and then still want to go back out. Like after he found out he had Parkinson's, he was still planning on touring, but there was a pandemic like that blows my mind. It doesn't get more rock and roll than that. It really doesn't. But like, I've got to believe that there's almost it, some sort of like sense that of obligation that like, he probably feels like Ozzy Osbourne is larger than life. I mean, <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I can't. I know he's just a human being. Like, I try to recognize, like, you know, these artists and musicians that I look up up to and love. Like, they are just human beings. Like, this man, and, you know, that's why we need to respect when shit like this is going on, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, I almost wonder, like, if, if like, he has had this, like, undying sense of obligation from, like, for the longest time being this brand that he right. is, uh, that he just can't let it go until he, I feel like Paul McCartney's kind of like that, too um in a sense so last year though so last year black sabbath's first album turned 50 like just to let that sink in for a second this dude for 50 years has been doing wow. this and probably before that because that was just like when he when he hit right when he was in a um so i mean who do you know that's been doing something for 50 years like that's absolutely insane we, I think this is year four for spinning thoughts. And to be honest with you, I didn't even want to fucking go, in. you know, it, it, like in year two, year three. I mean, like, God, I was, I was ready to hang, hang up the cleats here, you know? So Ozzy is, I guess the inspiration that we all need. So Jay, we talked about this one piece of content, uh, the, the, the ST, the spinning thoughts faves of 2020. Again, it's on our website, the spinning thoughts.com. You can check out every single contributor at spinning thoughts. It's 10 plus every single person. Uh, they they jumped in and did this, and it was a lot of fun. Now, a little bit more um, specific, uh, a smaller group. I think it was only five we did a top ten. This is the tough stuff, you know. It's tough to narrow down a top ten. And we had a lot of healthy conversation, actually, in the group chat that Jay doesn't always like to look at. Uh, <laughs> but we had a lot of healthy conversation about those who did or didn't want to do the top ten. And, and some were saying, like, hey, you know, I didn't really listen to as much music this year because of 2020. Some people said that they didn't listen to as much new music, that it was really like the comfort album. And that's where we got that um, mm -hmm. that piece for the like the 2020 faves and stuff. So, you know, for me, though, personally, Jay, and I don't know about you, I feel like I feel like I experienced more new music. I don't know if this is like just me. I don't know if this is real. But me personally, I feel like I personally experienced more new music in 2020 that released in 2020 than I ever have in, in maybe a long, long time. How was it for you? I, th this top 10 was hard, man, for me. Hard. So I will say this. This top 10 was hard for me um, because it was a surprisingly deep year for music. Um, and probably because halfway through this whole thing, I think people just decided, fuck it, let's do an album. <laughs> Right. So there were a lot of things coming out really quick. There was a lot of that kind of thing. I will tell you that like a lot of the um, I didn't have the contact with like bands trying to, to get a pop bands trying to like I didn't have that, um, you know, because my favorite albums over the last three years that I've reviewed that I've listened to for Spinning Thoughts have been bands that for whatever reason, people are just starting to hear about. Right. And it's been a really cool for me to be able to be one of the first people that they trust with their music to listen to it before it comes out and put it out there. And there wasn't a lot of that to be had because let's face it, talk about respecting what people are going through. 2020 was hard for that kind of band. 2020 yeah. was hard for people who aren't established that don't have studios in their houses that don't have big money record labels behind them. Um, so I'm looking forward to that in 2021. Um, but 2020 got me a lot of new music that, I hate to say I maybe normally wouldn't have listened to. So I listened to a lot of releases that wouldn't have been on my radar because I dare even say Barry tomorrow as being one of those examples. I wouldn't have though. That wasn't one of my examples. I usually like, I'm not, I'm not somebody who usually listens to like the big push studio releases on the day that they come out. 
Um, the only the only big release that I probably was like super excited about all year um, was the one that broke my heart the most that you'll I'm sure notice was omitted from my from my top 10. Um, Which one? CMFT must never release an album again. Oh, oh my God, dude. I, oh my God, what a terrible album that was. And listen, like far from me, I can't hate because this dude is, has given me more music that I listen to on a daily basis than like, and good for him for trying to hand in something different. I personally didn't connect to, like, I, I was excited about that from the second that I heard about it. And I just, I couldn't connect to a single song on there. That was, it was heartbreaking for me. Yeah, I, there was like one good song. I don't remember the name of it. It was a single. It was one. It was like the set blue something. It had blue. Eyes blue. I like that. Like, there are a couple of songs that I like, but it's just not like I don't know. I think that it's one of those. Have you ever seen like a movie that everyone was telling you was awesome and it was okay, but you were pissed off because you thought like the whole time you thought it was going to be this epic and that's kind of how I it felt. Was just like- kind of. With like cyberpunk and video games, like, but what the developer saying was gonna be fucking awesome, and then the the game is just yeah, okay. That's where I'm at with that. Now, look with um with your top ten, then Jay, um, you were one of again five, me included. So if you want to go check that out, thespinningthoughts.com. These are very hard to do, and we've actually been getting a lot of traffic on the website. A lot of people are into this kind of stuff, so I dig it. the 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 two that I want to talk to you about, actually, we already know your your top was in this moment, mother. Um, I want to talk to you about Barry tomorrow just because I have to do that to you and kill the lights. So let's go with um, Barry tomorrow. First of all, the Barry tomorrow, I didn't rank on any, you know, thing for my top tens, but that's because I didn't do any metal leaning lists, which I told you about like in a text, right? Uh, Last year I did a top 10 for metal albums and I feel like Barry tomorrow would have actually made my top 10 if I brought in metal albums, but I want to try to keep that separate. I felt like Barry Tomorrow was like the Wage War argument you and I got into last year. Wage War was my favorite um, metal album of last year. And and if I did a metal album this year, Barry Tomorrow would have been. Why did Barry Tomorrow? Because I feel like Barry Tomorrow and Wage War, at least it made me feel the same way. I listened to them in the same way. It made me so excited in the same way. Why did Barry Tomorrow actually rank for you this year and in the top five at number five? And Wage didn't even hit the top 10 for you. So, and maybe part of it was that, um, you know, I I hate to say it, that I really listened to Barry Tomorrow, right? Because I didn't want to get into another one of those discussions. (laughs) So I really listened to Barry Tomorrow. Um, Did I, like, scare you into listening to Barry? No, you didn't scare me, but I got to tell you, like, from the very beginning, like buried them, it, it caught me. It hit me. Like at the very beginning, there wasn't a, um, you know, kind of kind of second that goes through um, that I was like, eh, but um, but the first one I think it's called choke, right? Um, just like, bam, it smacks you. And I kind of got like right from the beginning, I was getting like Parkway Drive vibes, and Parkway Drive I freaking love. Yeah. Um, you know, they're one of the the best metal bands in the world. And I just like, I felt that way. And I felt, I was getting like a lot of feelings like like I would when I listen to Parkway Drive's most recent album. And it kicked me to that. Their first song is, um, you know, on that album was just like a, it's heavy and it's got like a dark melody. And I, just something about it in my head brought the two of them together. And maybe I just kind of listened to it in that vein, but no, that album was phenomenal. And I wouldn't have heard of it if you didn't send it to me. So I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that I have you looking for music outside of, you know, kind of the normal comfort zone, because I'm really glad that this album made it to me. And I get a lot of metal and hard rock music sent my way. Uh, Honestly, probably 50, 50 to the pop punk and alt and stuff. Like I get a lot. Adam Splitter PR is a great PR uh, company that we work with for a ton of our metal releases. Roadrunner, you listed as your favorite um, record label, I believe, of 2020. Uh, They're great. Uh, The other band I want to talk to you about, and in the same vein, I I believe I introduced you to this band, and I fucking loved this band. I knew this band was going to make your list without an argument. I knew you were going to love this. I said it in the text. Kill the Lights, The Sinner came in at number four, and it came in via Fearless Records, which I think is interesting as well. What are your thoughts on Kill the Lights and The Sinner? So Kill the Lights was the 
best thing that I heard this year. I was expecting, um, cause I wasn't expecting it. I think it, it caught me so off guard. I was expecting in this moment to have an awesome, um, you know, kind of an awesome record. And when I saw the track listing, there were two covers on that album that I knew were going to be, they covered fly like an Eagle, um, you know, kind of, and I, I couldn't wait for that as soon as I saw the track listing. Um, but realistically, Asking Alexandria was second and I love them and I had heard a couple singles and I knew that it was going to be but Kill the Lights came out of nowhere like I, I hadn't heard of them they did everything themselves like this is a band that it's like the, the darling story times 10 because they did it all themselves and then they got found by like the perfect record label for them at the exact right minute um because fearless is hot right now is i prevail on fearless yeah and they're this is the kind of band that they're pushing right now and they're doing it better than anybody else and all of a sudden they find these guys that are um doing it on their own um and they hit and it, it kind of reminds me of so i prevail wasn't quite as self-made darling you know kind of as kill the lights is but do you remember the first time i ever played i prevail for you it was before their last album with that Taylor Swift cover. And they just, they put out like heavy metal covers and they got found and released some great albums. And I really hope that it's like that for Kill the Lights too, because I Prevail is one of the, one of the biggest bands in that scene right now. And Kill the Lights has that kind of talent. Like um, Throw the Fight was the last band from the front man to kill the lights and i really liked throw the fight there were a lot of really good songs that they put out um and i would hear them and i would like really vibe to it if it was on it was something that like i would wait for to come on the playlist on my am i the only one that does that like i've got this playlist list 50 songs but there are like five that i'm like really ready to hear and i don't ever just make another playlist that has those five songs i listen to all 50 of them just get like real fucking excited for when those five come i don't know if i'm the only one who does that 100 percent. but um kill the lights is that right now and i really hope they've got that talent um and i really hope that they can keep that going and have that kind of career that they deserve because everybody there um was in they've been in bands before so they're not out of nowhere um you know it's not like 18 year olds out of their parents basement um you know kind of that we're finding but still they're bands that like were on the cusp and didn't make it over and this is almost like a super group of guys that got the shaft somehow yeah and now all of a sudden they're this tremendous band so Kill the Lights came out of nowhere in 2020, and we are, at the time of this taping, uh, what, two days into the new year. So I'm fine with that. You know, the further away from 2020 we can get, the better. I, I, for me, I actually don't know very many bands that have definitive release dates in 2021. Uh, the Sonder Bombs is actually the first and only that comes to mind. Um, and I actually think that we'll be playing a song from them in this episode. So, yeah, that's why I'm thinking of it. They were we're playing their song here. We it's coming in before or after. It's the magic of video. <laughs> it's the, anyways. Um, I am I, the future and the past, <laughs> dude. Podcasting is weird. I've mentioned it before. It's like because depending on when people listen, we have premieres with Adobe that happen on a certain day. Then they drop on all pl platforms a different day, and then people don't always listen to it at the same time. It's crazy. Um, but what I'm, what I want to ask you, uh, I've, I've a couple quick questions for you here as we wind down our time together. Um, are there any bands that you just are hoping would release new music in 2021 that maybe it feels like they're due for it uh, without like any like real, uh, you know, data to go off of other than yeah. So, um, Beartooth easily is something that, and we're gonna get it. We were there was a possibility we were gonna get it in 2020. Disease was that 2017? Yeah. 2017 2018 2017. I, feel like, I feel like it was 2017 if it was 20 it was either late like real late 2017 or real early 2018 i'm over here laughing right now we're on a video podcast right so this is kind of i guess part of the charm of the video podcast people are i'm probably seeing me smiling and laughing right i'm on <laughs> i'm on Apple Music, because that's my platform of choice. And I'm looking up Beartooth. I'm trying to find Disease to see when the album dropped. And 
I'm looking at similar artists, and the first artist is Wage War. For <laughs> but I mean, it, that's funny. It goes Wage War of Mice and Men, Ice Nine Kills, um, Memphis Mayfire, and I Prevail. Not that I don't you, like Wage War. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna back into this conversation again. One day I'm going to um, get called out by the guys on Wage War, like I got called out by Less Than Jake. Oh my god! And it, honestly, it, I feel like the only way I'm ever going to be able to put this to rest is if we get Wage on the show, especially now with the video podcast deal, and and we just hash that out. I do want to very quickly. I'm not going to really give you have like very quick if you want to respond to it, but like Jay was referring to Roger Lima of the band Less Than Jake, who is mutually one of our favorite bands. I would say yeah. ever, right? ever, ever, and. Uh, you know, episode 26 or 27 was coined by me as my worst episode because I had Krista makes of the band on the show and I just fucked up every question. I made myself look like a fool. Uh, the band dropped a brand new album at the end of December uh, of just 2020 silver linings. Jay did an awesome, it was an awesome review, man. But you know, of course <laughs> people will find the one fucking mistake. So I do a video uh, review of it. Find it on YouTube. Subscribe to it. Like the video and everything. And Roger fucking Lima of Less Than Jake watched it. So thanks, Roger. Uh, but uh, called out Jay for what? Can you explain it? So in one of the tracks, and I'm embarrassed because I'm like a, like a longtime fan. And I've always loved the, and the Probably the reason he called me out on it is because I talked about it for like a paragraph. Well, and, <laughs> and you know what sucks is, is I do the audio and video reviews so it's me saying all right you know um, middle school angelo's like no roger fucking hates me yeah. right um fuck man like um but listen what happened was and maybe i'll blame it on poor audio issues i don't know but there's a song that I've always loved the dynamic between the two of them where Roger has like the clean high vocals and Chris is like the lower gritty stuff. That's like the trademark of the band. And that back and forth has always been what set them apart for me besides the great horn, like all the stuff that they do is great. But um, that dynamic has always been something that I was like really drawn to. And there's a song that's like in the mid range. Like it would be the downside is what it is. It would be low for like a full Roger song, but it's high for Chris. And I feel like there are times that both of them are singing together. And I, <laughs> but regardless, it was like a little bit higher, but a little bit grittier. And I, I made the wrong call. I said it was cool to hear Chris sing higher. Um, and I guess it was Roger singing lower and a little bit more gritty. It was still cool. It so just Roger calls us out on Instagram, which is fine, right? And we 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 played along. You know, he's joking, obviously. Obviously. But then you know, I make this video review, and now people are commenting on because YouTube is just notorious, right? Uh -huh. Nasty comments. So everyone's like, you know, that's Roger Lima, right? So I responded to the one dude. I was like, yeah, I talked to Roger, and we're good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, come on. Like, I I said I was like, no, Roger, Roger called us out. And we're good, or so. It's like, who the fuck do you think you are? You know what I mean? Roger Lima and I fixed this. Okay. Yeah. We had a conversation. Have you ever talked to Roger Lima? Have you ever fucked up a review and 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 then got to talk to Roger Lima? Okay. Have you ever had to say I love you and I'm sorry to Roger Lima? No. Shut up. That is what you said, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, what else are you gonna say? Oh, man. All right. So look, Jay, as we as we finish this up, I'm going to cut to the last question actually here. Um, and and I am just so stoked, by the way, that you were here for this very first ever video podcast for episode 207. What is something, you know, I, I'm a big fan at the end of the year. Like, let's move on. Like, I don't even want to repost any of our end of the year content, even though we've talked about it here in this episode. Like, you know, whatever. Fuck it. I like to move on. But I think that there's um, value in um, carrying things over sometimes, right? So what what do you think um, would be what, – what do you want – let me put it to you this way. Let me ask the fucking question. What is something that you hope carries over into this year now, 2021, from last year uh, within the music community that COVID kind of – forced its hand on like li there were live streams and different you know approaches to social media um those aren't ideal right we want in-person concerts i'm not trying to say like anything right. like that. but i feel like people were more supportive um people got to listen to more music is there anything yeah. like that, that you hope 
carries over into this year? So there's two things, I think. And the first one is a mindset. Um, People were more open-minded. Like people in the metal community drives me crazy because when you Google, um, unpopular opinion, but when you Google album reviews for anything, you said YouTube's notorious, look at a metal review somewhere. Everyone wants to bash everything for not being hard enough or not being the right style of metal or not being, you know, whatever. And honestly, there's so much good stuff out there that if you don't put things into a cookie cutter, you're going to find something else you like. And if you don't like just one specific kind of music, just because, oh, this is my thing and it's real tough. There's other shit out there to like. I mean, I'm sitting here talking about how, just like you said earlier, you know, my list was focused on like the heavy metal stuff, but I love Less Than Jake. Silver Linings was probably one of my favorite albums of the year. Didn't put it on there because it didn't fit with the vibe. But realistically speaking, I listen to a lot of ska. I listen to a lot of, you know, pop punk. There are other things that I listen to. I'm sorry if I'm like ruining any like fourth wall here, but there are, there are other things that are out there. And being open-minded, I saw a lot more of that this year. I saw a lot more people like willing to accept artists taking a chance, doing something a little bit different. The other thing that I really hope continues, I was really digging the amount of just covers that had no reason being covered in 2020. Like people were, they had time on their hands. Um, You know, you get a lot of these bands that have home studios and they're covering like ridiculous genres and songs that you've heard a million, like really cool stuff came out of that. So um I want the world to open back up and I want those guys to be too busy because they're on tour. But at the same time, if you could float me a couple covers every once in a while, I, I was digging that. Absolutely. Again, I think that, you know, it's, it's good to carry over some things from previous years or experiences. And that's how we don't make similar mistakes. And we learn from the past and, and we, we have nostalgia and cherish all that. So uh, Jay, I want to thank you again for being here for episode 207 and the very first ever video podcast here at spinning thoughts. We will have to do this again, but not as frequently as we have been doing uh, recently. But uh, Jay, thank you. Happy new year to you. And uh, looking forward to seeing what you do with metal thoughts here in 2021. Hey, share music, spread love. I want to thank J-Bone Matthew again for being the guinea pig here for the very first ever video podcast at Spinning Thoughts. It's absolutely my pleasure to play for you now for one of the first times anywhere, the brand new single K from the Sonderbombs. It's the fourth and final single off their forthcoming album, Clothbound, that will be available both on vinyl and digitally on January 29 via Take This to Heart Records, Big Scary Monsters, and Due Process. I hope you all enjoy the track. Go get the album. I am going to be getting it on vinyl. And until next time, make sure you share music, spread love.